When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Three, two, one, boom, and we're on. Bro, first question I have to ask you, my first question. What's up, coach? Marinelli, right? That's Italian, yes. right? Marinelli, Italian, Paisano. How you doing? All right. How does it feel to be Italian in Miami, bro? Talk to me about that. Ooh. Well, you know, actually, I'm kind of a, a mix. You know, I'm a little bit of a mix. I'm Cuban-Italian, which I don't know how that happened. but You, you know. are. Yeah, yeah. My mom's, my mom's, you know, Cuban, born in Miami, but her parents are from Cuba, and, and my dad's side is the Italian side, so. You know, I got a little bit of rice and beans and a little bit of meatball. No you know wonder, I mean? bro. I was like, I go, this guy's accent is too good to be true, bro. Yeah. When yeah. you speak Spanish, I go, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> Mike, I saw you. That was last year, bro. Yeah. And I pulled you aside. Yeah. And I go, listen, bro, you got a gift with that voice. I don't know if you plan to use it. <laughs> I don't know what, but there's a gift there, bro. Thank you. I was so happy when I saw you as the voice of the soccer team. What are they called? The Miami? What were they? Inter Miami CF, the club. Inter. Let me ask you a question. Inter. Why are these places called Inter? Is that like the cool European thing or something? Internacional. Internacional. So instead of saying Internacional, Inter. Inter Miami, yep. Brother, how has that experience been, man, being the voice of that? Coach, it's 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 been awesome. Uh, it's it's always been a dream of mine, you know. Ever since I was a little kid, you know, I used to. I remember when I first picked up a, a jump rope with, you know, with my sister there in the house, messing around, pretending like I was an announcer. Um, so it's a dream come true when I got the uh, when I got the call and and you know I, I felt like this is my opportunity. You know, I've been doing it for so many years, been announcing uh, college, high school, you know, and then this was the pros, you know. So it was uh it was the Probably one of the biggest moments of my life where, where I got when I got that call. Mike, did you have to audition for that? Yeah. So so I was approached by by the club, and um, you know, obviously there's some Columbus connections there, which 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 was awesome. Um, which but, we know, which we know, yeah, but it's okay. We know, we know who they are. <laughs> um, and so you know, they asked and, and said, "Listen, you know, we, we hear you at the Columbus games all the time. You know, why not do it on a bigger stage?" And I said, "Absolutely, let's do it." So they gave me a, a demo, you know, kind of some some scripts to read. And so I went forward and, you know, recorded it, literally recorded it in the CCNN live uh, closet. No okay. way. Like a true amateur. Right. Um, but, you know, hopefully the, I, I figured, you know, the voice will speak for himself. And, and what did you demo? What did you have to say? Do you remember? So they gave you a bunch of scripts. You know, you have to do the starting 11. So it's like, you know, ladies and gentlemen, the starting 11 for your Inter Miami CF. So, you know, I started with that and I did the starting 11. Um, then they gave me some promo reads and things like that. You know, the basic stadium announcer stuff. Uh, oh my it God. was a lot of fun, man. And so you know, good. So good, dude. Yeah. Who'd have thought that Columbus is it? Do you just do baseball or you do something else? No, man, I do all the sports. I am the voice of the Columbus Explorers, which, you know, that's my, that's my passion. It's always been, um, I do uh, varsity basketball. I've done wrestling under the lights, lacrosse, uh, football, soccer, 
any sport that you can basically announce, you'll, you'll hear me at the games. You know, obviously my schedule's a little crazy now, so right. it's hard to do every game. Uh, but I, you know, I do my best to get to every Columbus game I can because, you know, at the end of the day, that's that's where my heart is. I've been here since I was a kid. I've been doing it since I was in high school. So it's one of those things where I, you know, I'm not going to become a diva, you know, just just right, right, I'm, right, right. I'm working in the pros doesn't mean I can't do high school. You're never too big for for, for the game, man. Mike, and you went to Columbus? Yes, class of 2003. So you're yep. 2003, bro. 2003 grad, uh, went to University of Miami. Uh, and then, uh, you know, been working here for 14 years. Where'd you go to before Columbus? Uh, I was a St. Tim's guy, St. Timothy. I've heard, you know what? I've yeah. heard great things about St. Timothy, man. A lot, a lot of, a lot of good grads from St. Tim's over the years, man. You'd be surprised. Yeah. yeah. Really? And did you play any sports in high school? Yeah, I actually played football. Um, believe it or not, I was a, a little pulling guard, you know, started to uh, play varsity from, from my sophomore year on, uh, had some, some interest from some small colleges, you know, division threes mostly, but. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, I looked at the, the scholarship money out there and, you know, I said, uh, I think it's, it's worth it to, for me to stay home and go to UM and they gave me a great, you know, academic package. So that's the route and that I took. What did you study in UM? <laughs> that's the funny part. You ready for this one? Not communications. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I studied, uh, I studied history and, uh, political science. Which is funny because I had I had dreams of becoming a lawyer or something. Uh, no, I actually wanted to work in politics. Go figure. Why would you want to do that nowadays? I don't know. It's uh, a move, though. I get. Listen, I get that, bro. And that's why a lot of those guys become lawyers because politics. When we were growing up, man, yeah. politics, especially by being from Miami, there was like the Cuban Miami mafia with like yeah. the thing. It had this little sexy appeal, you know. Yeah. Now it's out of control, bro. Now it's no, it's, no, yeah, it's crazy. So, you know, and and luckily, you know, God has a funny way of working things out. You know, I. I right when I went to go start applying for jobs and, and thinking about, it, I was like, Oh, do I got to move to DC? What, what am I going to do? And, um, you know, luckily there was an economic downturn when I graduated. So there was a lot of jobs, hiring freezes going on and there, nobody was hiring. So I said, you know what, I gotta, gotta pivot, you know, gotta find something else. And it just so happened that I came by my old high school to go say hi to some of my teachers and my old, my old principal. And he comes up to me and says, hey, you know, what are you doing? And I said, well, not much, just kind of, you know, trying to figure out my life. And he goes, why don't you teach? I go, teach? He's like, yeah, teach and coach. He's like, you'd be great at it. And I said, well, this is an opportunity where I think I, I should, should look further into it, you know? So you teach what, history there? Yeah, I started teaching history here uh, 14 years ago. I did that for about four years, and I coached football for a little while. Uh, then the golf job opened up, and that's that's where I became the golf coach. So I've worn, worn many hats in this school. Bro, how do you know football and then golf? Like, were you a golfer yeah. before? Yeah, what's funny is I didn't play golf in high school. I actually started playing golf at UM, uh, you know, during my off time in the classes right there. It was right by the Biltmore. And, of course, you know, right down the street from UM, I would just head over to the golf course, start hitting some balls. And I said, you know what, this is a sport you can play the rest of your life, you know? Oh, dude, listen, I am the biggest fan of golf. Yeah. With kids that you could find, dude. It's it's. No, I, I love it so much. And, and I love it so much. Kids, coaching the kids has been great because you can really see uh, what I love helping them mostly is with the mental aspect because those kids, you know, the game of golf is not the most physically challenging, but it is by far the most taxing on the mind, man. You you really gotta, you know, have the mental uh, capacity and stability to be able to make sure that. That you're getting through the round and it's 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 a tough sport you know a lot of people mike do you think it's more mentally tougher than baseball it's similar uh but yes it is uh because there's so many different factors that you have to worry about 
compared to to baseball. And, and again, I, again, I, I'm speaking as a guy that played a little bit of baseball, but not a lot. Um, but I can tell you with golf, you have to worry about the wind. You got to worry about, I mean, there's, there's physics behind the game. I mean, just like baseball, but in the sense that you're going 18 holes, it's, you know, it's a four hour grind yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and any given day you could just, you can do everything right. And it just doesn't work out. You, you know? know what sucks about baseball? And I think <laughs> this is why baseball takes the cake on that, bro. I'm going to tell you why. Why is that? In golf, you have a bad first hole. You're all of a sudden onto the second hole. So you mm-hmm. got to fix it. You can't carry it from hole to hole, right? Right. In baseball, you have a bat at bat, and you by law have to wait eight batters to hit again. Wow. You yes. can't rush it. Yep. You can't rush it. You can't go, you know what, Mike? Dude, I was sleeping. My at bat broke. Can I trade you at bats, and then I'll give you two at the end? You can't do that. Right. And then you have to go play defense. Forget about what you did at the plate. Yep. The ball is always going to find you when that one time you get the ball a whole game. And then what I think sucks the most about baseball is that there's no re-entry, dude. Yeah. So once you leave, which I think soccer is the same, right? Uh, Yeah, soccer sometimes. In sometimes? high school, you can re-enter. So- soccer, high school, you can re-enter. But- yeah, baseball, you, you just can't re-enter. So it's like, mm. it's like a one-shot deal all the time, bro. And that's why, to me, now I love golf. So I'm wrong. But that's why I think baseball is just – and, again, the odds is what makes baseball because imagine out of every 10 holes, you you miss three. Out of every, out of every yep. 10 shots, you miss seven. You'd be yep. the worst golfer of a time. And in baseball, yep. you're a multimillionaire. You're in the Hall of Fame, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that's yep. why baseball to me is here. Let's talk golf, bro. I'm a, I love golf. Sure. What do you look for in a golfer? When you have your team, how many players do you carry? What are you looking for? Yeah, so with us, it's a little bit different because golf in high school was actually a team sport, which in reality, it's one of those individual sports that most people just talk about as, yeah, it's an individual sport. But what's amazing about high school golf is it's more than that individualized sport. You know, you are together as a team. You add up the four best scores. Uh, What I look for in a kid, especially at the high school level, and this is so hard to find because when because when you find it, these te- these kids tend to be some of the best high school junior golfers. I always tell them, I go, I shouldn't know whether you're four under or four over. Right. You know, that 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 pro mentality is very, very tough to find at the high school level. That maturity, you know, where they're not too far down after a bad shot or they get too too amped up after a good shot. You got to have that 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 stable uh, mental side of the game. Mike, uh, and, and that happens because it's undertaught, like on the lower levels, like nobody really talks about that. Yeah, I think I think a lot of times, you know, the, the junior kids, what's one of those things is growing pains, too. You know, as kids, you, you know, you're, you're immature. You know, so I remember kids crying after baseball games, you know, after they finish and they don't right. win, you know, and right, right. five, six year old kids. And, and you got to kind of grow through that. You got to go go through your growing pains. And it's the same thing with a junior golfer. You know, they they you're not going to win every match. Right. You're not going to win every tournament. But I think you have to have that ability to to sustain you know stay on the course <laughs> pun intended you know i i bring that up so i'm working with our boy who you know very well i've been working the last three days with uh andy rodriguez's kid with nick yeah he went to me. class of 03 class of 03 yes great, sir, great yes, sir. Nick. nick's a great kid the best man yeah. and i started working with with nick when he was five years old in baseball Mm-hmm. And I remember Andy just being all about golf, like himself. Yeah. And 
He talked to me when the kid was shifting to base to golf. I said, what do I think? I go, I love it, man, because golf is the sport. Like that's like, oh, I, I love everything about it. Yeah. And now who'd have thought that his kid would be one of the best golfers around at eight years old. Really, really good. We spent yesterday, Mike, two hours wow. just on putting. And then what I, because what people don't know is, now this is more difficult than in baseball. In golf, when you're young, your dad can caddy you. So yeah. that pressure of having That's him, tough. it's tough, man, right? And what I do with, with Andy and what I do with a couple golf parents that I've worked with, Mike, is I teach them or I encourage them the art of positive communication yeah. and almost the art of less is more. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with that any, you know more because I've seen it at, at our level all the time in the high school level. There's kids that when their parents are around or when their dad's watching them, they play a completely different way than if no one's, you know, no one from the family's around. So it puts a lot of pressure on the kids sometimes, especially if the parent is is really overbearing and, and tends to like, I mean, you can't really talk to the kids during the round at the high school level. So they have to stay 50 feet apart from, yes. from the, uh, from the golfer, but you still see how that junior caddying from the parents, you, you kind of have to keep the parents away yeah. from the kids at high school because they're so used to being around the kids and, and you really have to let the kids grow and, and they have to learn to, to disconnect a little bit. And Absolutely. It's for the parents, not so much for the kids. And, and a lot of times it helps them uh, when they, when they break off a little bit, because, you know, it, it gives them the chance to grow and make mistakes and, and not be afraid of what, what dad thinks, you know, if, if he misses a three footer, you know, Mike, who caddies them? For you, with you guys, well, they don't have caddies uh, at the high school level and at the collegiate level. They, you know, coaches can coach from 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 tee to green. Once you get on the green, you can't you can't give any advice. So as coaches, we could we could help with club selection. We could help with distances and yardages, wind, all that kind of stuff. So we can tell them, you know, more or less what we think. Uh, but at the end of the day, a lot of times the kids have to you know make the choices themselves because we can't be in five places at once. Yeah, let me. So how many when you play? How mm -hmm. many? golfers are playing in a tournament so we typically have between five and six usually five so you, you send out five guys and then you take your four best scores and you add them up and then the the lowest score wins in golf so in a tournament so okay so where are you with uh, do you pick one golfer or do you just take no, them I, and I rotate as spread, they come i try to spread it out as much as possible and I, I'll, I'll sit maybe three or four holes ahead and just wait for them all to come in so you can catch them all at one time plus it's 95 degrees outside of miami Right. So you're, you're trying to keep them hydrated. And that's one of the most underrated things in, in high school golf. These kids think they're invincible. And you've seen it, I'm sure. Of course. All these guys are invincible, right. So they don't they don't hydrate. They don't refuel. I mean, what do you see? Tiger Woods, you see the best golfers in the world in between holes. You, you don't really see that in commercials, but they're munching on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. They're they're eating a bar, you know, protein bar or, or drinking some Gatorade as they walk uh, to the next hole. A lot of times these high school kids just don't think about that because they're so in the zone. Right. Uh, about where they're going, you know? So I kind of try to mix and match coaching and managing the game, the mental side of it. And then of course the hydration side of it. Cause that's that you can lose three or four strokes. If you don't have the energy to finish the last three holes of a match. Mike, your home course is the Trump right now. Yes. It's, it's the Trump national uh, this past year. I don't, you know, I'm not sure where we'll be next year. Uh, it all depends, but yeah, the Trump nationals are home course last year and, 
you know, they were very gracious to, to get us a home course. It was, it, it was great, but typically we've been at, uh, at Mel Reese the last few years before that. Nice. Yeah. When you, uh, so golf season's already over. Yes, we we're a fall sport. So we so go a fall sport. same time as football in high school. So we're, we're usually August to November. Would be our Do you time. recruit at all for golf or no? Nah, man. I mean, you know, we, we have a, we have a great uh, program in place and, and I think, you know, it speaks for itself, right? The, the kids just want to be part of, part of a great program. And, and, and I try to, you know, make it competitive. You know, I always say, Hey, listen, man, if, if you come here, you, you got to compete against the best guys in the County. And, and if, if you beat them, it, it's pretty simple in golf. You know, if you, if you beat the guy next to you, you're starting. So it's a, uh, it's, it's tough to make the team, but once you're on the team, man, you got to be ready to compete just like any other sport at Columbus. I love it, dude. Let's talk equipment, bro. I'm sure you know a lot of equipment, man. Oh yeah. What is your favorite thing? Are, are you a Titleist guy? Are, are you uh yeah, so I'm a I'm a Vokey wedges. I'm a short game guy, right? Because because I always say, you know, what, what, what's the old saying? You know, you you, you drive for uh, for show, puff for dough, drive, right? Drive for show, puff for dough. So I'm a, I'm a short game guy, right? Wedges and putters. Um, I'm a I'm a Vokey Vokey wedges, right? Titleist wedges, and uh, I, I definitely like the Scotty Cameron putter, man. That's that's my money maker right there. Okay, and what kind of driver? Uh, driver, I'd say probably, probably Taylor made is one of the best drivers out there. So like the M2, uh, they still, well, the last yeah, time I looked like at them, five now, I don't know. M, they're M2, at the five. Yeah. They're at the five. Probably some M4 or five. Probably. Okay. So, so we're rolling with that. Do you use the pro V1 ball? What type of ball do you use? Yeah. Pro V1X is one of my favorite balls just cause it's got, you know, got a lot of spin, but you can control it. Um, but, but one of the newer balls that, that we really a lot of the kids are getting into now is that Callaway. It's got that, that three lines on it, which goes down, you know, red, white, and blue Columbus colors, you know, uh, nice. but it's nice because it gives you that line to be able to line up the putts and, and it, it, it helps the guys gauge, gauge putting a little bit better. Do you encourage, does Columbus provide clubs? Do you guys get a deal with clubs? Like how does that work? Yeah. Well, a lot of the guys actually, you know, it's, teach their own, you know, so we don't, we don't really give them the clubs. They, they come in with their own clubs already, you know, fitted. A lot of them get their stuff fitted at the stores. Um, and then, you know, we do provide them with a golf bag. So we get a custom bag for them. Nice. Yeah. In. That's sick. Yeah, you yeah. got to earn it though. Uh, so, you know, JV guys don't get the bag. You, you earn, you earn the varsity bag and the captains vote on it. It's a lot of little, little traditions that we have at Columbus. Nice. Um, it's a lot of fun and, and it kind of, you know, it, it gives, gives the guys something to work for. Do you uh do you use a lot of, like TrackMan and all that stuff for? for yeah, well, guys? I do. I mean, some of the one of the guys actually has one in his house, so it's pretty cool. We 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 can go over there every once in a while, and and he go upstairs into his hitting lab there, and we just we just have fun, you know, like hey, how far are you hitting it, man? Here you go. And so yeah, we use TrackMan, Flight Scope. Another guy has a Flight Scope in his house. Uh, nice. Some of these some of these parents fit their their houses up with uh with a nice setup in the garage or they hook it up. They hook it up. Um. But yeah, it's pretty cool, man. They they use a lot of the data, and and that's that's kind of the new wave of of golf. I mean, you see these guys, Deschambeau, all these guys. They're 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 using the data to their advantage and figuring out how it helps them out on the course um, with all that. So is is there a here in Miami? Is there a store that you like a lot? Um, I mean, there's there's a bunch of different options out there. You know, you're you got Planet Golf. It's, it's down that's the street. a big one. You know, a lot a lot of guys on eighty seven. It's right down eighty seven. So a lot of our guys go there. Um, you know, a friend of mine's opened up a new store up in Doral, uh, Alf, uh, Alfred, I think, uh, he opened up a new store. That's uh, nice. Yeah. I've been to, I've been to those two. I've seen those two. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of stores out there that, you know, that provide clubs and opportunities for kids to, to get fitted. And, 
I know True Spec is actually has a Columbus guy there as well. Uh, Tim nice. Brienne, he, he does true, he works with True Spec. Um, but even at the Biltmore, I mean, they have they have a guy fitting clubs. So there's guys all over all over that that specialize in that. What type of shoes do you wear? Uh, I'm actually a big New Balance guy because you know no I, like that, I like that comfort of like the sneaker feel, right? The comfortable New Balance. I got I got real wide feet, so you know I got I got to go with the uh, the New Balance. You know, kind of like the dad shoe, I guess you would say. Dude, you know how you know I have a deal with New Balance. Did you know? That? Oh, no way, I had no idea. Yeah, bro. Um, yeah. New Balance has a great golf shoe, man. We have it in gray. We actually got a team shoe this year. It was beautiful. No um, way, dude. That yeah. is awesome. They uh they just did a big collaboration with with Big League Chew. Oh wow! And they sent me the the thing. Yeah, man, my boy, uh, my boy Matt, who who went to Brown, played for them, and he has a he's their head of product development. I went to last year. I went to Boston to headquarters, and I looked at their whole thing, how they make stuff. New Balance is nice, man. They have a nice feel to yeah. it, and they're. No, they're comfy, man. They're they're super comfy shoes, and like I, I just you know I want that feel of like I'm wearing a sneaker, you know I don't yep, want to feel like yep. I'm wearing a golf shoe, but it provides the the water protection because you know we're in mud all the time. Yeah, bro. You're not getting your feet wet. You know you don't. The worst thing you could have is that soaked soaked feet while you're playing golf, man. Mike, do you still go out and play a lot or no? You don't have time. Yeah, what's funny is you know I in college I got really into it, got pretty good, played a lot of golf. Um, then I went and had kids. <laughs> And, uh, you know, three kids kind of ruins that. But you have three kids? I have three kids, yeah. I have a seven-year-old daughter, six-year-old daughter, and a three-year-old son. So wow, I'm a seven, busy guy. Six, three. Are, yeah. they, are they at St. Timothy also? No, actually, they they uh, they go out uh, to a public school where my wife works at. So Nice. Yeah, it's great, man. They, you know, and the funny part is, is, you know, now I'm starting to get back out on the course a little bit more because my daughters are taking up golf. So my seven-year-old and my six-year-old, they're they're out at uh, at Palmetto Golf Course playing playing a bunch of golf now. So, and mind you, they're pretty good. I, I'm excited. Really? Yeah, yeah. They, you coach them, or, or somebody else coaches? I, them. I do not coach them. I I said I am stepping away because I don't want to be that dad that like. Yeah. You know, I want them to enjoy the game, right? Right. You know, and I feel like if it's it, it I don't want to put that pressure on them and to force them to play. I want it to be their choice. You know, my daughter, my oldest daughter, played softball. And she didn't like it. You know, I wanted her to like it, but honestly, she was just like, Daddy, I don't like it. And right when she said that, I was like, wow, you know, that that hurts. You know, you're like, oh, you want her to enjoy it. But, you know, if they don't like it, they don't like it. You know, I don't want to pressure her. So I said, what sport do you want to play? You got to do something. You know, your kids kids got to be occupied, right? Yes. And and she was like, well, Daddy, I like golf. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, this is a perfect opportunity. Uh, so so her and and um, and my younger daughter have started now uh, playing playing a lot of golf. So I love it. It keeps me out there every night. So. Dude, that's the best, man. That's the yeah. best. And for the boys, so the boys three. Yeah, he's three. He's uh he's just a kind of a barbarian, man. He, he goes out and just hits whatever he can, whether it's golf, baseball, he likes it all. So really is he Mike he's Jr. Baseball guy. We'll Did see. you name him Mike Jr.? Uh, he's actually Matthew Michael. So he, you know, it's kind of a tradition in, in our house, you know, the, you get your dad's middle name. So that's the way it works. Matthew Marinelli. There yeah, you go. Matthew there you Mike. go. MMM, triple M, M3. The M3, dude, M3. <laughs> Who, how did we do in golf this year, by the way? Great, man. We, we had a good year. I mean, we went out to the uh, to the state championship. It was a crazy year to begin with, right? Right. A lot of uncertainty. Weren't sure if we were going to make, you know, due to COVID, weren't sure if we were going to get a season in. Uh, but we wound up getting it in, and, and we had a great run. We went up to the state championships. Uh, we came in, I believe, eighth this year. 
Um, you know, typically not as good as we wanted to finish. But the great part is we get everybody back next year. We're, we're, we're absolutely loaded next year. So I'm excited to see what we do the next two years with this group. Has anybody from Columbus made it pro golfing? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of our, our school record holder, uh, James Vargas, is uh, he's now a college coach uh, in Texas. But, you know, great golfer. He still holds the record, I believe, in the state of Florida for the most individual state championships. James Vargas, he's class of 2002. Wow. So he wound up playing, you know, some mini tours and and uh, and, and the, he played on the Latin American tour. So definite pro golfer. Played at University of Florida uh, for the Gators. It was all, all SEC, you know, heck of a golfer. He's in our Hall of Fame. Uh, so, yeah, he made it. He made it to the pros. We've had several other guys uh, make it to the pros uh, on the PGA Tour. Not that I'm aware of, uh, but we did. We just had one of my guys, Roberto Nieves. He just uh, qualified for the Puerto Rico Open uh, this month. Nice. So he's, he got an exemption. He's at the University of Delaware, and he won the, the PR Open uh, qualifier. So he's heading out to uh, at the end of the month. In in baseball, unless you sign, it's good to go to college, and it looks good, whatever. Golf yeah. is the same way? Because I know tennis is, is golf the same way. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of the guys are going to college, which is great. Um, but there are a bunch of guys in Europe that take the European, you know, professional route which is pretty similar to a lot of the sports. Uh, but most of the guys in Europe are also coming over to college. So uh, most of the guys do do attend college and it's good for the college game. I think, you know, it makes it, it makes it. And what's nice is they just added a, a team component, um, which is sort of like a Ryder cup, which is the match play uh, to the college cool. format. So now, you know, it's good because in the United States, I don't know if you know, but we weren't doing too well in the Ryder cup tournaments. I uh, uh, noticed, there was that, yeah. Europeans had that team aspect that we just didn't have. So that's that's been a nice addition for for high school and for college now adding the match play uh, component to it. When the first event you covered, mm -hmm. what was it? Do you remember? First event in what in in your voice in, with the voice that you were the voice. Do you remember? Yeah. So it was kind of funny. It was actually um, my sister's softball team. All right, Lady Lords Academy. I was a seventh grader. It was the districts, and they're like, all right, you know. We need somebody to announce the game. And I'm standing there and I go, hey, yeah, I can do that. And they're like, yeah, right. This little kid. Come on. No, no way. And then I go, you know, now batting number 17. And they were like, whoa, this guy's pretty good. <laughs> so I did that. And then uh, then Butch Stiano, of course, you know, the basketball coach, legend, athletic, uh, assistant athletic director here at Columbus, gave me my first shot at the high school level and never looked back, man. That, that was a lot of fun. Is there a sport you can, like – show off more the voice is there one is it basketball is it something? Yeah, which is the sport that you can pick more it's probably you know i don't want to say it's, not, it's my favorite but it's one of my favorites because you, you're definitely more there's more action right uh for right. public address you really you know soccer you can't say a whole lot unless there's a yellow card or you know something like that or a goal right which when there's goals i mean you can go crazy but yeah. for for basketball it's there's more action right so you're going back and forth back and forth calling points fouls assists Uh, so basketball is probably the, the most fun uh, for me. I love football. I was, a, I was a football player, so I enjoy the game of football, um, right. you know, but it's a little slower than basketball. So I would say basketball would probably be the most fun. Baseball, though, is the one you can have by the most fun with. Right. I don't know. You've heard you've heard me out there. I mean, you're I the best, dude. I, 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 minute. I was going to ask you to do a little cafe con leche, do a little Spanish one there. What do you usually say? Because you hit the weather, right? 
Westchester yep. first. Come on, give me a little, yep. give me a little preview there. How do you do? Good it? afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's opening night here at the ballpark, live in Wechette. We're here. We have Westland Hialeah versus your Columbus Explorers. A beautiful night for baseball here. Game time temperature, 78 degrees, a slight breeze coming out of the east. Uh, restrooms and concession stand is located in the right field. Yeah. Chicken so grill. You always hit a little chicken grill last order, yeah. right? Got a little uh, a little chicken sandwiches on sale tonight. Special. We got hot dogs, web dogs. We got it all. And sometimes you do media noche. I think you've said something like that too. No, you've. Oh yeah, we have pan con lechon. That was uh, yeah. That's that was, it. That was a good one. Right, <laughs> special pan con lechon, delicioso pan con lechon. Come on down. We'll put the little papitas on there. You'll enjoy it and enjoy the ball game. My man, that is the best, dude. Yeah. Now. Yeah. You. You open an Instagram account. You told me now it's just a speaker yes, and sir. stuff like that, right? Mike on the mic. Is that Mike? Mike on the mic. Is that what? No, it's MIC, like microphone, right? Right. MIC underscore Marinelli. So it's kind of like Mike Marinelli, but there's a spin on that with the mic. You know what I mean? Okay. Now, yep. you do that. Do you do also like commentary stuff also or no? Yeah. So I, I've done, I you know, I've always jumped into like play-by-play, stuff like that. Um, I, I have a passion for that, you know? Uh, but as far as, you know, public address, that's what I do now professionally, obviously. Uh, but I've done play-by-play before. Uh, I actually do, do imitations, which is kind of funny. So kind of like uh, Frank Caliendo, you know, he's got the uh, the voices, right? So I've, I've done a lot of that. It's funny. Who do like, you got? Who do you yeah. got? Um, let's see. I don't know. I've, I've done I've done a bunch of different uh, imitations. What? Let's see. Um, used to do Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, all, all those let me hear Arnold. Come on, let's hear some Arnold. Me, this is Arnold. I am the governor of California. Nice, dude. Who else you got? Who else? Come on. Um, used to do Regis Philbin. You know, nobody really knows him anymore, but he was he was a great. You know, let's see who wants to be a millionaire. Nice, you know, dude. And, and and then of course you know you got the uh, Marv Alberts, famous announcer, Marv Albert. Remember him? Yeah, yes. of course. What a shot, Dwayne Wade with the bucket. Nice, dude. Nice. When you're doing basketball. Do you no. do your version of dos minutos, two minutes, dos yeah, minutes? I mean, what do you original, do? Right? You want to be original. So I try not to. I try not to steal. Steal. Uh, my what game. do you do? What's What's your original? Do you have anything? Move is uh, on the three pointers, right? Specifically, you know, the three point shot has changed the game. Uh, so what I do is, if the guy is from usually, you know, if he's American, we go with the one, two, three. You know, he hit the three. We count it out one, two, three. If he's uh, Hispanic, you know, we have a lot of uh, a lot of Cuban guys on, on the team. You know, uno, dos, tres. They hit the three. Uh, but now we have a Lithuanian kid on our basketball team. So I've been doing the Lithuanian one, two, three. So it's, it's pretty. Ben is due threes. Nice, bro. Nice, man. It's a lot of fun, man. I had yeah. your boy, uh, Coach An- Andrew Moran. Moran, I think, yeah, oh, yeah yesterday. Cool, man. He's awesome. Yeah, man. He's excited. He's excited. Brother, I I think this is only the beginning for you, dude. I think this is the voice might take over the, the <laughs> teaching, the coaching, and all that stuff, man, because that's what it's about, you know, and, and not too many people. It's it's these weird things that nobody thinks about, but man, it's it's every time I speak, yeah, I try to tell kids, I go, listen, yes. There's you could be a golfer, you could be a baseball player, you could be a basketball player. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, there's so many 
awesome, fun, cool ways to make a living around the sport. And you don't even have to get hit one time. You don't have to swing at a ball and stuff, man. Yeah. Do you tell that a lot to kids when, when they talk to you? Yeah, I try to I try to explain to them, you know, like what's cool about announcing is I can do this till I'm 90 years old. Yeah. You know, yeah. your, your voice, knock on wood, hopefully, you know, your voice doesn't go. So, I mean, you look at the famous guys like Bob Shepard, I mean, from the Yankees. I mean, Derek Jeter, number two, right? I mean, <laughs> that's like, you know, I mean, that's iconic. And and you get that name and, and you know, hopefully I'm trying to build that brand with Inter-Miami CF. You know, they're, they're an up-and-coming, you know, brand-new franchise, and there's a lot of buzz on a lot of fans. Uh, and I want to be that, you know, that iconic one day. You know, I think that would be my dream, let's say, you know. I mean, Has the season – ended are we in the middle of the season with the soccer the season start, it, they just uh came to an agreement this uh this week so uh, the season should be getting uh started back up in april so early april i think the season's going to start and uh, we'll get that schedule going and is this the second year this will be the second season yep how do we do this season? you know their, their first season well i mean they made the playoffs which was great they were the they clinched the playoffs in the last game in an amazing game in a thunderstorm at the new stadium uh beautiful new stadium by the way up in up in fort lauderdale um, those guys have, you know, really done a great job of of, of putting a lot of uh, care and, and thought into creating the academy because uh, there's a junior academy that's tied to the professional team. Really? Um, there's fields all around. I don't know if you've ever been up there, but it's a no. beautiful – you got to get up there. It's a beautiful stadium. They they did it first class up there. Yeah. Um, so. Have you have you met Beckham yet or no? I have not. No. He was uh, – because I, I came on kind of late. Um, I was sort of a late addition, so I didn't get to start the season with them. Um, and I started after COVID, like kind of in, in October-ish is when nice. I started my first few games. Uh, so I came in late in the season. So hopefully maybe, you know, this year we'll, we'll get a chance to, to meet the, uh, the, man. the star, the star. Yeah. Dude, I, I'm so excited for you, bro. No, I'm excited. I mean, you know, I, like I said, I, I really, I really love doing it. You know, it's a passion of mine and, and thank God my wife is, is, is so supportive because there's so much time that I'm away from home, you know, because of sports. Um, yeah. But she knows it's something that I love. And, and obviously uh, it, it's something that she understands. And so. And there's a future there. Listen, there's a future there. <laughs> there's you. definitely a future there, brother. That's an, yeah, hard work. Mike, pays off. That's, that's hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mike, what's your favorite type of music? Favorite type of music, man. See, I love all kinds of music, but I, I'm a big, uh, big country guy. I'm a big country. Really? Guy. Who's your number one country guy? Number one country guy. Well, it's a Zach Brown band. That's my band. That's really? Zach's yeah, yeah, favorite yeah. Band. yeah. Luke favorite, favorite Zach, favorite Zach Brown song. Favorite Zach Brown song. Family Table, man. Family Table. I know it's not a, it's not a the most popular song, but it reminds me of you know appreciating time with your family. I don't know about you, but I'm a big family guy. Um, you know, sitting around the dinner table with your family growing up, like, and then now with my own family, that's when I I cherish those moments because. I'm, there's a lot of nights where I'm working sports and I'm not with the family, you yeah. know? So I, I, whenever I have a chance to sit down and, and eat at the dinner table with all the kids and my wife, that, that to me is, is priceless. So Mike, and when you say family, you talk about immediate family or like your parents, your family, both. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. My wife's family, my family. Um, that's, that to me is, is key. You know, those, those Sunday dinners, you know, we haven't had enough of those because of COVID. Right. You know, my parents are a little bit older and, you know, everybody, we're trying to be, you know, be careful. But um, that to me is is where you really build that bond with your family. And, and, you know, that's that's why we're blessed to have them living near us, you know, in the same city. A lot of guys, 
don't have that opportunity if you're living right. outside of Miami or, you know, if your family lives somewhere else, it's, it's tough to get together. But, you know, we try every Sunday to, to at least see each other somehow, you know, have, have a nice dinner together. Mike, how's your relationship? How has your relationship been with your pops? Oh, it's, it's, it's great, man. He's, he's a great guy. He supports me. He's, he was my number one fan. You know, he, he was the guy that would always egg me on to, you know, Hey man, you, you gotta use that talent. You know, don't waste the talent. He would always tell me that, you know, go after your dreams. He was the first one to tell me like, don't look back, you know, always go after your dreams. And so that kind of support you, you can't, I love that. Yeah, that's priceless right there. You know, that relationship with my dad and hopefully I want to pass it on to my son. You know, Hell yeah. Do you and your dad have the same personality? Yeah. I mean, I would say it's funny. I got a kind of combination of, of my mom and my dad, you know, they're, they're, I got, I got the best of both. Right. You know, <laughs> so I, that, that's what I always say at least. But and, yeah. and when you see your son now, when you see Matthew, yeah. does he have a lot of you in him? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, every once in a while I'll see that little smirk and I go, man, where does he get? I know exactly where he got that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's a little bit of a jokester, which is just, you know, that's my personality. That's your personality. I see. I'm, um, So my son, I I'm like you had. A, I got lucky, dude. I had a daughter first. I think for a man to have a daughter first, it's it's a, it's a, a great thing, man. Till they get to high school, that's gonna suck, big man. But <laughs> till then, <laughs> till then, yeah, it's dude. All, it's all great now until uh, until that age. That's gonna suck, dude. You yep. know, but um, but I just had a I had a son last year. So Cruz is congratulations. Thank you, bro. He's four years old. Four years, four months old. Turns five now in a, this month coming up now. Five months. Not a lot of sleep these times these days. I bet. No, bro. I'm telling you, dude. I go from content to no sleep to help to record to this. Yep. That doesn't stop, dude. Me and my dad had completely have completely opposite personalities, bro. And I always looked at that growing up and I was like, man, if I could have a son that just is the same with me, like we'll conquer the world, man. And it's, it's a yeah. shame. I think for, for any dad who really cares about their family and their kid that, that mm -hmm. you can't adjust, man. So listen, I celebrate the relationship you have with your dad because yep. obviously it's, it's something to be very proud of, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we used to, I remember growing up watching games together, you know, we had a picture my first ever football game that I went to in the Orange Bowl. I mean, we cherished those games. We had, we were season ticket holders at the UM. Awesome, you know, I didn't see the Canes lose until I was eight years old. Imagine. You see, and, that, and that's that's a beautiful thing because you're – what did your dad do growing up? What did he do for work? So he, he actually worked in the government. Yeah, he worked in the government. No uh, worked for a city and, you know, was a you know blue-collar guy, worked hard, um, taught me about – you know, he always said, he goes, listen, you know, you, you're going to work for – if you work for a government job – you're never going to get paid a whole lot of money, but it's going to pay off in the long run. You know, you work hard early on for work, work for 30 years and he's got a great pension. He's, right, you know, right. he's retired now and, and he's spending time with his grandkids. Uh, so that's what he always said. He goes, you know, in the private sector, you may make a lot of money one day, but he's like always in that in that public sector. You work hard and, and it pays off later on in life. You get to enjoy your life. You know? That's awesome, bro. With uh, see what my dad is. Uh, it was the reverse, man. He yeah. all this dude obsessed about was baseball. Yeah. It's an obsession with baseball. And and like I said, I don't know if you heard me talk about it, but the dude abused the hell out of me with baseball. And it was the worst experience of my life, man. Yeah. And because of the obsession with baseball, we never did anything. So I don't know. We never went to 
because he's a, he's a, worked for Pepsi for 30 years as a blue collar guy stacking Sedanos and Publix and stuff. Like that. Oh, but yeah. he still could have found a way to do what your dad did, which is like, let's create some memories. Listen, we're not sitting at the floor of, let's say, the Heat game because that's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go to the game. We're going to enjoy it. We're, so to me, what I fear a lot, Mike, is now it helps me with my work ethic because yeah. I don't waste time. I'm a machine, bro. I work all the time. But with my son now, I've my dad never took me fishing. I don't know what it's like to go fishing. And I see a lot of dads that do that, you know, that they yeah. golfing. My dad never went golfing or any of this stuff, you know. So yeah. I'm curious, man, how I can, you know, build those things with my son, bro. Yeah, you got to make time. I mean, that's that's the hardest part. You know, I, I, I saw, you know, Bruce Arians won the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Bucks. I, I don't know if you ever, you know, much about him, but. I saw a piece on him once on ESPN or, or one of those channels, and they were talking about how, you know, he's not that coach that gets there at four in the morning and sleeps all night there at, at the at the office. He makes time for his family. Yeah. No matter how busy his schedule is, you know, you gotta cherish those moments with the family because you know you never know. You know, you you gotta you gotta. At the end of the day, my dad worked his butt off to send his kids to private school. Um, you know, he could have gone on a million vacations and gone on to see the world with my mom, but you know what? He decided I'm going to put my kids in private school and sacrifice yeah. and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get him, you know, and get my kids and be successful. And he went to all of our games and it wasn't easy. I'm sure, you know, telling his boss, Hey, I got to go, you know, go watch my son play. You know, that's not easy to do. Yeah, I, I, I see it now with myself, you know, my schedule is very busy and I'm thinking, you know, man, I, I got to get time off to go watch my daughter's Christmas show, you know, little things like that. that you're like, yeah. you're never going to get back. Cause, cause kids grow fast, man. And I'm sure, you know, with your daughter as well. And your son. No, I, and I'm in the, remember I'm in the kid business. Yep. I deal with, I started giving lessons. And then because of the social media thing and my exposure, I became the kid whisperer because I used my experiences to help parents sure. connect with kids. And then people started reaching out all over the country. And then, all of a sudden, now people are booking me to speak, and I'm speaking at universities, colleges, high schools, private things. People hire me one-on-one -on -one to help them connect with their kids. And what I tell parents is, listen, it's not that and you're getting this now because you've been enough in the system where you understand. Mm -hmm. It's not that you know more than anybody, but you get to see the history repeat itself. And I get to see a kid. I know what he's like. When I know what it is when he's five, when he's 10, when he's 15, 25, 35, 45. And you see the patterns of the kids that won and you see the patterns of the kids that lost. And especially in baseball, bro. Yeah, in baseball. baseball in Miami, yeah. the Cubans have had like this obsession with baseball. And mm -hmm. Miami is filled with frustrated baseball players. Yeah. And you see, unfortunately, you see it, and there now there's some guys that 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 escaped it, yeah. but there's other guys that it's just they're like trying to relive through their sons, you know, through their bad. sons, or they're just like, and they it's just bad, man. It's because nobody prepared them for the real world, right? They all thought they were going to the, the league, so everybody, yeah. all their parents, and everybody kissed their ass. They kissed, their, and what happens? They didn't make it, and then when you come back to society now, they don't know how to be in a real team setting, they don't know how to be humble how to have no ego, how to work, how to give themselves. And yep. then they're these miserable guys that, that it ends bad for them, bro. Yeah, Mike, I think you're going to be an absolute monster, man. 
you were <laughs> you were only beginning. Everything is really, really, really good for you, dude. I can only, I'm so happy for I'm you, man. Super thankful and and you know, again, I I worked hard for it, but it's nice to finally see a little fruit fruit for the labor, you know. And and I'm just excited to see where it takes me, you know. Dude, I love it, dude. Before I let you go, any questions for me, man? Anything I can help you with? Um, you know, what advice could you give to me as as a guy who's aspiring to do more, right? You know, I mean, obviously, I, I, you know, I think I'm, I'm doing a pretty good job, but what would you say to me? How, how do I keep pursuing my dreams without losing sight of what got me there? Okay. What's the dream? Well, I mean, the ultimate dream obviously is to continue working with a, you know, in a professional okay, you know, perfect. here at Columbus. I don't want to leave Columbus. Right. But at the same time, I've always had dreams of becoming this famous announcer guy. So it's it's a hard balance. So what I, mean, I this is perfect, perfect. What I would do is this. I love the social media thing. If you notice, a lot of people criticize me. Mm-hmm. When, when I started, when I spoke to Omar, I go, listen, Omar, let me commentate the Columbus baseball games. People yeah. are like, what are you doing? Like, what are you going to yeah. do? Columbus baseball? Are you, are you stupid? Whatever. I said, no. And then I... Greg would come. I either would have my cameraman with me or I would record it. Yeah. And I would post it. Right. So, what I want you to do is, especially if you're serious about this, is from now on, every single game that you can have a camera right next to you. You're already, see if you can mic yourself up or whatever and record yourself. And then you start posting that on that mic thing. You start. You start doing that. What happens is you have enough reps now that you're not going to get stuck in, which what happens to everybody is like, how do I get content? You don't have that problem because you have content. And the cool part about it is now the fact that you're doing a professional soccer team, that is game over because now you're a pro. Any way you look at it, yeah. Mike is a pro at what he does. That's it. Yeah. So now we just have to show the world who you are. Yeah. So far, few people know if you're in that soccer world. But right. now it's the behind the scenes. You talking about how you prepare. How you came up with one, two, three. Yeah. Uno, dos, tres. Lithuanian, whatever. Yeah. Those things, those stories is what you talk about. And you can become, you know, Bob Menery is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's you, funny is I was doing that with if, if there was social media back then, I probably that'd be you, right? I so what now you can't go as gangster as Bob Menery yeah, because no. of because of where will you at? But you can definitely do that. And what happens is here's the craziness about all this, bro. People don't know what they want till they see it. Right. And you're still young enough that you're not some boring old dude. <laughs> Bob Shepard was amazing. Yeah. Derek Jita, right? Yeah. Awesome. Now, <laughs> like, bro, you know, now I was like, bro, please, I'm falling asleep here. So yeah. your energy, it's what is what's needed. So you can literally call every single game. So opening day for the Marlins. You could come on your Instagram and say, oh, opening day for the Marlins. Today we have first batter, 
Chuck Carr, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And, and then you say, guys, I'm going to give you my, his, these are all ideas, buddy. Yeah. I'm going to give you my all-time, I'm calling my all-time Marlins roster. So we have center field and leading off, Chuck Carr, your right fielder, number 10, the chef, Gary Sheffield. Yeah. Third man. You could literally, all that. And then you could do what? You could do the Hurricanes. You could do the Dolphins. You could do this. You could do the all-star team. You could do championship teams. You could do all Spanish dudes. You could do, you could literally do whatever you want. All you have to do is two things. Think of it. And more important than thinking about it, Mike, is doing it. Yeah. So if I were you, great buddy, we got the MLS job, congratulations. You want to destroy it? You start doing that. You become the Bob Mannery clean version of your thing and then you can literally start doing look what you can do dude you could literally have a youtube channel right again mike with the name and you go to your an example your daughter's soccer game <laughs> hey guys so they're not used to this so you literally talk to the camera my thing is when i started i imitated a lot see the baseball people all did they stayed in their world Right. I don't look at that. I expanded everything. And I go, listen, I'm a guy that's about this conversation right now. How can I maybe give you a little insight? That you're going to be like, oh, my God, that's it, dude. I didn't even think about that. But I can uh -huh. do that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so when I started, everybody, it, it took me a while. I would talk to the camera. Hey, guys. So what is it? And then it hit me. What's up, everybody? It's your coach. I'm here with Mike. And so you're going to get one of those. So you're going to talk to the camera example. What's up, everybody? It's your coach. Okay. Usually they don't announce these games, but I'm at Corey Park for Amanda's 7U soccer game. Let's go. You set up the whole thing. You bring your microphone, whatever. And now everybody's reaction is going to go crazy. And you're recording that. And then you just, since you're talking to me, say before, all right, guys, so listen, Mike here, voice of the of the MLS. What are the MLS team called again? What is it, Inter what? Inter-Miami CF. And do we have a, a, a mascot? Are we anything? Well, they're called the Herons. The Herons? Yeah, man, the, the, the beautiful bird from the Everglades, man. I just see a flamingo. Is that a flamingo? It's a flamingo. It's a heron. <laughs> <laughs> the flamingos. <laughs> Listen, we're the flamingos, bro. Nobody knows it. We gotta get you out to a game, man. We gotta get you out to a game. Listen, do the, let's do it. So, an example. So the heron. So the voice. Yes, I'm the voice of the, the heron. The voice of the herons. I'm the voice of the Columbus Explorers. Whatever. But I'm the voice of the people too. Here we go. This is, and you start doing that, bro. Everywhere you go, and with technology nowadays, you don't need much. You could do it with a loudspeaker, whatever. And who doesn't want their name, their game, their kid's game narrated by a pro? Yeah. That's how it starts. What happens? You're not going to see Bob's case was different because Bob Menry was an inspiring actor that had this talent, that had a horrible habit, went into some horrible bad habits in Los Angeles, the depression of not becoming an actor. Right. lost in the world, got lucky, that was drunk one night, and somebody recorded him, and that changed his life, right? 
But you're in a different place because you come from a place of blessings because you have this amazing Columbus tradition behind you. You have this golf program. You have this pedigree about yourself, you know? So misery is never around you. So you're a different twist to it. And it's literally you deciding to do it and having fun with it. But you got to put it out. That's going to be the key, brother. I think that's my problem is I've never really, I'm not one to like promote myself. You know? You're not, but you're not promoting yourself. You're promoting the game. That's everything what you gotta... that happened to me is because of everything that I've done. You know, like the but world, up, but it's but, not me putting myself out there. But you're not putting yourself out there. You're putting the games out there. Yeah. That's how you got to look at it. Now yeah. you're putting it out there on your channel, but you're not talking about yourself. You're not going, hey guys, look at me. Uh, look how good I. No, you're promoting. It's see, it's actually easier for you because you're not promoting what you teach. You're not promoting a product. You're promoting events, games, stuff that's already happening. And somebody's doing it. Why can't it be you? Yep. So, dude, my answer to you is grab any event that you really like and start that way. And I would do a YouTube channel. And I would do an Instagram. And three times a day, have somebody. Your daughters will do whatever. Do TikTok also. And just do that. And don't worry about views, likes, or anything. And watch, bro. If you do that, Big Mike, Columbus is going to be in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, they're going to be in trouble because you're at the most connected place in town where everybody loves you. And that place has people everywhere in the world, bro. Yeah. So... It all goes as much as you want to do it. Now, it's hard because unless you hire somebody to do it, I had to do it old school, bro. I was in a baseball field giving lessons four during the week, four or five hours. I'd get home. Grind, yeah. And I would, and everybody was like, hey, I'll help you edit. And I'll help you edit. You know how many people helped me edit? Zero. So I had to take my happy, positive self to the Apple store and learn how to edit iMovie for two hours, two months, twice a week. And do everything myself. Depend on nobody. And that's how people started to see me. So if you can do that, man, oh, my God, bro. Yeah. What's funny is I used to do uh, for, for weddings, right? So I actually was in a wedding once in a wedding party. And I did, for my sister's wedding, I did starting lineups, right? So, oh, that's another thing. Oh, my. court comes out, right? So I was like, you know, and the bride and the groom coming out, you know, and I did it like starting lineups. My, theme song oh my god everybody went nuts that's another one dude i see so we're gonna add that to the mix add weddings and then another thing is there's something now that'll be right up your alley also bro called cameo you know what cameo is oh yeah yeah so you start a cameo right 20 bucks 50 bucks whatever it is a guy who i had on my show nick nick is a ex-baseball player He's a guy that's famous on Instagram and TikTok for imitating Italians. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it on TikTok that he's like, hey, you he's like the, he has the Italian dad. And then he he found the app that enlarges the face. Yeah. So it's him, but it's his dad talking to the son and all that. And he's just like crushing, I mean, crushing it on, on Cameo. Like literally, like literally, because it's, you can do that too, bro. That's another one. So yeah. it's literally the weddings, but all that dude you just have to showcase you doing that and it's easy everybody wants that and at the beginning you just do it for free till you get the content you get the content you put that out 
game over, brother. I'm telling you. No, and you should see these the soccer supporter groups. There's these three soccer supporter groups. They're awesome. From, yeah. from Miami, and you know, I I feel like once those guys get a hold of, you know, they 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 get it tied to me, associate them with the stadium. It's like it's I'm game sure over. I want you know. Happy birthday from the the Herons announcer. Of course, bro. That that's that's the move. Without even doing it, you just put it out there, and you'll see, dude. If I have, listen, I have people paying me. My most popular. I talk about everything. I'm an open book with everything. Yeah. But by far, my most popular, my most popular thing on YouTube per se is not how I help dads connect with their kids or when I speak to a top team or whatever. No, it's breaking in baseball gloves. Hmm. Got a video with my boy who breaking in baseball gloves, over 100,000 views, whatever. I don't say it. People reach out to me. Can you break in my glove? And at a point I said, okay, $250. Done. $300. Done. $400. Done. Because what happens is in today's culture, people want what they think is the best. And when they see you over and over again, you know what? I like this, Mike. <gasps> he does weddings. Babe, let's get Mike to do the weddings. Come on, Mike. You got to do it. Boom. Yeah. He does birthday parties. Oh, my God. He, he, he does quinceañeras. Oh, whatever, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's the move, man. That's the move. And that's it. Mike, all you got to do is write it down. Yeah. Baseball, soccer, blah, 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 blah. Have fun with it. Teams, all classic teams. Hey, guys, so Mike here, I'm going to narrate my all-time Miami Heat team. And you're Miami Heat, and you go Ron Cycling, LeBron James. People are now going to be like, oh, why you missed uh, this guy. Why would you miss uh, – yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You, you, you didn't have – what was it, Harold Miner? <laughs> Dan Marley. You missed the Thunder Dan Marley. What happened to Thunder Dan Marley? See what I'm saying? Now it's a whole different play. Yeah, That's the move, brother. Got it? Listen, you got to – what I want you to do is – so the season starts, what, in April? Yep, April 3rd, yeah. Let me know a day. I'll come out. We'll record some content. We'll, we'll give the – I had this – look, I had this conversation with the Marlins. Guy's a Belen guy, but the – I knew – hold it against him. I knew the, the old vice president of marketing for the Marlins had reached out to me. And when she talks, like, listen, we'd love to do something together with you. And I said – I go, great. I go, how can the biggest influencer in baseball happen to be Miami and not know one person of the Marlins? I go, that's on you guys. That's literally on you guys. Yeah. And she's like, no, you're right. And today. So I did the same. I go, listen, let me help out. Let me do this. And I'll do the same for the for for the home for the soccer thing, you know, because it's about awareness, man. It's about awareness and the people to see. And and unless you're in the soccer community, you don't really know what's going on. So Maybe yep. we do something like that. You let me know. We'll do something like that, and we'll videotape it, and we'll create some content, bro. Definitely. My man, dude, you crushed this. You yeah. already know. Anything you need, you let me know. All right, Coach. You're the man. All right, dude. Have a good day. Take care, Coach. Bye.